0: Hi everyone, Matt Runge here on Building Astropad and I wanted to do a quick episode here. I put out a tweet that uh, is a bit controversial. Some people totally agree with it, some people um, say I'm totally wrong so I thought that would mean it was a good thing to talk about in more detail on the podcast. So what I tweeted is, I still love beautifully crafted Mac apps, but putting my business hat on I know longer think it's a viable business model so some people as i said totally agree with these others uh you know started pointing out all the different businesses out there that do succeed right now on the mac and uh as usual uh with twitter it's hard to bring in a lot of the nuance so i thought i'd talk about that more today on the podcast uh so first off why do i think this well This comes from asking myself the question, if I was to start a totally new business today, would I base it around Mac apps? And the answer is no, I wouldn't. And why is that? Well, there's a a couple reasons. One is the App Store. The App Store has absolutely depressed prices. Uh, It used to be that you could charge you know, over fifty dollars for a productivity app on the Mac, and you could have upgrade pricing, um, so you could have your customers buy again and again each year using using upgrade pricing. The App Store has not allowed any kind of upgrade pricing; has aggressively pushed down prices. Now it has expanded the market dramatically, but it still has 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 pushed down prices. And so, when a lot of stuff is selling for a couple bucks even on the Mac App Store, it's hard to sell something software for over $50. Now subscriptions are a uh, alternative, but subscriptions only work really well for things like prosumer apps, business apps. Um, Some of the apps that get less occasional use, or or I should say more occasional use, uh, Those don't work as well as subscription. People are really hesitant to sign up for it, and you're gonna lose a ton of customers up front. So it really only works with prosumer and business apps. At least that's what it works best with. Another thing is the Mac App Store. The Mac App Store is kind of a graveyard. There's not a lot going on. You always see tweets about somebody that's like, number one, you know, they're like, oh, I'm number one sales today in the social, Social media category on the Mac App Store and I had five sales, you know, whatever it is something along those lines, right? There's not a lot of activity going on there. So you certainly can't rely on that and a lot of the big um, Big apps aren't there anyway because of the limitations of the sandboxing on the Mac App Store. So that certainly hasn't helped Uh, I think an even bigger factor though actually is The second one and that's the web the web has gotten way better in the past 10 years. Uh, Figma is a fantastic example of that. See how well Figma performs and how good of an app Figma is for doing design work on the web. It's quite impressive what what you can do with web apps these days. And it's more important than ever to be cross-platform. Uh, it's with so many devices out there, it's important to be on mobile, or to be, like, on the iPhone, to be on the iPad, to be on the Mac, to be on Windows, right? Like, people expect that. The Chromebook is another thing. If you want to be on all those platforms, really the easiest way to do it is with web apps. Um, With native apps, it's really hard to do. That's a ton of work to have to rewrite for each platform. That's really not not sustainable for a... uh, a small company and so given that web has gotten way better and electron apps are getting better all the time you can see how web becomes a really viable option along with that it's easier to monetize on the web Um, SaaS has been around software as a subscription has been around on the web for quite some time it's really generally accepted and there's no limitations on your business model right like you have with that with the App Store you can Whatever you want to cook up with the stripe, you know be it subscriptions be it one-time payment be it I mean, You could also go the ads route um, That's that's something I know less about that's not really my cup of tea, but you could go that way and the other thing is so many modern apps now Collaboration is really key to them and the web makes that a lot easier too because of how it's URL based It makes it really easy to share things it makes it really easy to put something up on uh, S3, something on, you know, Amazon Web Services and share a link to it, um, that is kind of baked into the web. It's it's part of what makes the web the web. And that's easier to do than, say, native apps. And you see that all the time, right? Like I think Figma versus Sketch is a great example. Uh, Figma is much more collaborative. They are doing some stuff with Sketch, but they're running, they have backend end Mac servers that are rendering using Cocoa, I believe, um, which seems kind of crazy to me. They've managed to pull it off and make it work, but still. Another example is like Google Docs versus Pages. I mean, I see way more people using Google Docs. uh, And it's really easy to share and collaborate with it. And that's just an important part of of modern work. Another thing, too, is next time you see somebody that's really not a uh, tech geek working on their computer, pay attention to how many apps they use that are web-based. I guarantee most of them that they use, they're probably web-based, right? And that has just continued to eat away at it. So that's probably, of all the reasons, probably the biggest I'd be hesitant to um, build strictly a Mac app. But on top of it, uh, my third reason, Apple. Apple certainly hasn't helped here. Um, There's been, I guess I would say, some neglect for the Mac. Uh, Apple's really focused on the iPad and the iPhone, and Coco really hasn't kept up as much with the times. Now, I don't, I wouldn't do anything different if I was them, right? Apple, even as big as they are, they have limited resources and they need to focus it on, put more focus on certain products. And if I was them, I would also be putting more emphasis on the iPhone and the iPad. They are, have more potential growth. There's more opportunity. They're way bigger markets than especially the iPhone than the Mac. So, it's not that they're doing anything wrong, it's just the realities of how much smaller the Mac is today and then say the iPhone. Now, one thing that I would say that Apple has done that has really hurt things is they're they're tough to work with. They're pretty developer hostile. And anybody that's a Mac or iPhone developer knows all about this. They're, they're not the easiest company to work with. Um, and I'm really reminded of this because lately we've been Developing for Windows, and it's quite amazing the difference between working with Microsoft and working with Apple. Apple, it's impossible to get help. Uh, Microsoft, it's the total opposite. They bend over backwards to help their developers, which has been a breath of fresh air. It's been fantastic, but Apple, yeah, they're they don't they don't care so much about their third-party ecosystem, right? So that makes it less exciting to develop for it. And I've talked to many developers that are shifting away, and this is a big reason for them. They're shifting more to the web. Another thing is even what you see, Apple. I mentioned that that Apple hasn't kept up with Coco, and you can see what they're doing with Catalyst, where they're taking iOS apps and they're bringing them to the Mac. Now, again, I think this makes total sense for um, Apple and the the direction they're going, Uh, but it's just it's harder to make a hyper-polished Mac app with something like Catalyst. Uh, It's just you don't have the same level of control as you do something like Cocoa. But you can see the direction they're headed. They're headed the direction of Catalyst, of being able to have one code base that runs across. Again, makes total sense, but it's harder to make a stunning Mac app using just Catalyst. Now, that may change over time, but that, at least as of today... The other thing is there's been a massive shift to mobile, and this is my fourth reason. Just in general, everything has shifted to mobile. It's harder to get press coverage, people are less excited about desktop apps. It's just, frankly, less buzz around it, right? It's like an older industry at this point. A lot of the growth has shifted from desktop to mobile. I mean, for example, just look at what's covered on Mac Rumors. Uh, so much more is about the, um, Mobile ecosystem or even going YouTube as well. So much. There's look at the YouTube videos covering uh, mobile versus Desktop right the mobile ecosystem is just so much bigger It's sucked up a lot of the oxygen in the room and that's just the reality of where things are at today Can you still make it work? Absolutely, you could still build a Mac app based business Um, that's not where I would start but You can do it it still can be done there's always going to be exceptions and people have been pointing out to me well how about this app how about this company sure it can totally be done and there are teams making it work but if i was starting today and i wanted to build a thriving business that was going to grow i probably wouldn't plant my seed in the mac app uh you know mac app space right to to grow something there something to think about is even if you don't want to raise investment is for this business, could you raise investment? And I think that would be a harder sell with something like a Mac app. And why is that important? Because even if you don't want to raise it, it shows that this business has a lot of room for potential growth. And that's important for your team because it's easier to build a team when things are growing, when things are stagnant. It's hard. It's really hard. If you you just want to have a company of three people and you want to stay that way together just stay that way, more power to you. But if you want to grow beyond that, uh, it's it's hard. It's really hard. It's, it's hard to stay just as a small company and not be able to provide that growth and that opportunity for the people that work there. But despite everything I just said, there still are opportunities out there. And this is really something I should talk about in a future podcast episode. Uh, I think a couple areas that are particular interest to me are hardware coupled with software, So you have a hardware component we do this with Luna coupled with some software uh, people are much more willing to pay for hardware much They're willing to pay higher prices for hardware than they are for software at this point or subscriptions uh, For prosumer software. I think is still really interesting. That's actually what we do with AstroPed studio And it's a good fit for that But it has to be the right kind of software, but if you if you have the right fit, I think it can work really well or a web based tool going back to the web. I think the web. There's still a lot of potential t- tremendous potential there, uh, especially with new uh, technologies opening up um, web assembly uh, WebGL, things like that that have made made things like figma possible. I, I think we're we're just scratching the surface of, w- of what's possible there. So, but I'll talk about that more in a future episode, but I wanted to get a few thoughts out about uh, the Mac and uh the current state of the mac and why well if it was me i wouldn't wouldn't start a business there today well that's all for now let me know what you think love it or hate it you can email me matt at astropad.com otherwise find me on twitter m r o n g e until next time you take care now bye bye